The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, the time's just gone 90 minutes past five, and I've got to say it again. It's great to have somebody live and alive and dancing away in studio and not uh, corresponding from Israel. But she is our Israel correspondent, Rolene Marks. She's here live at High FM. Rolene, good afternoon. Great to have you on board once again. Great to be here. I mean... <laughs> I'm alive, I'm dancing, I'm also so disorientated. That's fine, you're still an hour ahead, aren't you? I'm an hour ahead, I'm on the wrong side of the road, uh, it, it, it's just, uh, what do you say here? Uh, I'm dear Makar. <laughs> yes, very dear Makar, but it's alright, we all here, everybody loves you to bits and we're here to help you. I love you And all. guide you, Rolene, and great to have you in studio, in person, Rolene Marks, in studio. Yes. Okay, let's uh, focus now and let's just reorientate ourselves and look at what is transpiring Right now in Israel, the DM Gallant meets UN Secretary General Guterres. Tell us more about that. So this is very interesting. The Defense Minister Yoav Gallant met with UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres. And in their meeting, they discussed the growing tension on the border with Hezbollah. So the Defense Minister said that Israel will not tolerate any uh, growing hostility. And there is a great concern that we do see activity coming from Hezbollah, who are firmly entrenched in southern Lebanon. We have seen these uh, attempts on Israeli sovereign territory. We had the incident with the tents and uh, we had the rockets fired uh, a couple of months ago. We've also heard from um, Nasrallah. He is the leader of Hezbollah also saying uh, that, uh, you know, Israel is on its way out and he wants to take advantage of the divisions in Israeli society to launch some kind of attack. We've also also seen increased encroachment from Iran. Now, we can't forget mm. that Hezbollah is an Iranian-sponsored proxy, right. and we have seen Iran really, really shore up their uh, attempts to attack Israel through their proxies, Hamas, Hezbollah, and uh, the activity that is happening in the West Bank is certainly sponsored by Hamas. Uh, the Defense Minister also thanked the UN Secretary General for all all his attempts to try and free Avera Mengistu, Hisham al-Sayed, two Israeli citizens who are still being held captive, mm. along with the remains of Oron Shaul and Hadar Golden, who fell during Mifza Tzuk Eitan Protective Edge in 2014, mm. and uh, his efforts to try and free them. And, and, and what I found very interesting, and this is coming uh, just a short while ago, uh, defense Minister Gallant is set to meet with President Biden's advisors, and he's going to be doing it in coordination with the Prime Minister. The Prime Minister yet to receive that big invitation to okay. visit Washington. As we discussed before. As yeah, we yeah. discussed mm-hmm. before. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, and I don't think he's going to be impressed by the fact that our opposition leader, Yair Lapid, is mm. off to Washington. So I think the, right. the, the Prime Minister is really, really uh, not going to be pleased with that. Roland, regarding this meeting with Gallant and Guterres, we've spoken before about uh, how receptive and how the United Nations views Israel and its policy. And its situation. Uh, earlier on in the in the news, uh, I recall reporting that look, thing, uh, the meeting was positive and progressive. How did Guterres receive 
um, Galant's uh, visit and what Galant's concerns were, which you've just outlined. Do you have a, well, this is, mm. a gr- this is a great question because there are concerns from the mm. United Nations side that uh, we could see an increase in hostilities between Israel and Lebanon. We had that delegation you and I spoke about a couple of weeks ago where we had Israeli officials headed to the UN to get them to agree to increase the mandate of UNIFIL, that's UN Interim Forces in Lebanon, to extend extend mm. their uh, mandate there. They met with the Security Council. They met with the uh, Secretary General and various other officials. So this is where it gets interesting because when Israeli officials meet with Antonio Guterres, he's always warm. We hear yeah. all the wonderful uh, language coming from him. You know, we must fight anti-Semitism and Israel has a right to security and blah, 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 no. blah. But get inside the General Assembly, the Security right. Council, the Human Rights Council and mm-hmm. all the various agencies and as you you said so correctly, it is a different story. The tune changes. The tune changes. They become <laughs> just as disorientated as me. <laughs> anyway, let's just hope for the best with this meeting and of course with the meeting with President Biden and all uh, important officials which uh, Israeli officials are hoping to meet regarding the security situation in Israel. In the meantime, um, there's been more fallout from the Libyan meeting. <gasps> Well, everybody's asking the question in, in Israel, what went on behind the scenes? Because Ellie Cohen is a seasoned diplomat, our right. foreign minister. He is a seasoned diplomat. He has done a really good job um, through, throughout his, his tenure this year. We are nearly nine months into this new government. And he has been a, a red success story. So what has happened? Because as you and I chatted about yesterday, the foreign minister for Libya has been fired. She has actually fled to yeah. Turkey for right. her own safety. And, and, you know, everybody's speaking about the foreign minister and his uh, epic faux pas, but nobody's speaking about the fact that a a foreign minister meets another foreign minister and and the result is threats on her life, burning of flags, burning of pictures uh, of her and, 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 uh, you know, just uh, how damaging and how dangerous it has been for her. Now, the U.S. are absolutely furious. Uh, They say that this these talks were under the radar. They were supposed to be held very, very quietly. What you mentioned, yes. Not be front page Mm -hmm. news. The prime minister has said in future, any talks between envoys, and we don't just have Ellie Cohen, the foreign minister, we also have now an ambassador to Romania breaking our uh, boycott of far-right politicians and actually meeting with a neo-Nazi anti-Semitic um, uh, uh, minister in Romania, which goes against the complete ethos of the state of Israel and, of, and just mm. any decent uh, person. But, but back to the issue with, uh, with, with Libya, the fact that it has been made public has or could seriously impair other countries and their ability to trust Israel, especially when this time mm. is is so important. As it's uh, very delicate, it's sensitive. It, it's very we're delicate. wanting to, for example, improve on our what were we passionate about? The 
Abraham Accords. Right, Craig, so, join in the cause. Right. We are passionate about <laughs> the, the Abraham Accords. And of course, this doesn't bode well. It doesn't exactly, yes. No, uh, and, and, and now s- there are real yeah. concerns that the upcoming Negev um, summit, which is the, the, the summits that we have to build on those accords, to mm. include our other peace partners, Jordan and Egypt, that you know, blowing the cover on such delicate and sensitive mm, talks mm. could impact or could impair our negative right. summit. You know, speaking of the Abraham Accords, uh, Rolin, uh, looking at what just transpired now, and let's just hope it helps to cement relationships with uh, Saudi Arabia as this plane was filled with Israelis' lands in Saudi due to the technical fault. But a pretty feel-good story there, and it's encouraging along Abraham's accords in cementing ties in the Middle East. Yes, because I don't think that had this happened maybe a year or so ago, and a plane filled with Israelis... Given sensitivities then. Given the sensitivities, Mm. I mean, now we have Saudi airspace open to us. We have a lot of interaction, maybe not so overtly, but becoming more and more overt. We have the Saudis throwing out all their anti-Semitic teachings from their textbooks, a huge Huge, huge issue. And now we have this aircraft full of Israelis. I mean, I felt very sorry for the Saudis when they received a plane load <laughs> full of Israelis landing but, in Saudi, well, getting onto uh, another plane, which brought them back safely to Israel. What was so encouraging as to how they were accommodated, even the passengers were saying that they were surprised, they were taken aback by the hospitality, saying that apparently Saudi officials are saying you're welcome, and uh, they were mm-hmm. smiling. And so, yes, as I mentioned, it bodes well for Abraham Accords endeavors in the future. And that's what we want. We want to increase that circle of peace. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, any foreign ministers that are listening right now, maybe stay off Twix, which is the (laughs) the new name that I've given to Twitter slash X. Because, hey, I can't keep up. I'm so disorientated. (laughs) Everything's hafuch. That's fine. It's X, isn't it? You're one hour ahead. It's rolling marks. I'm an X. (laughs) <laughs> right. Expert. Ah, there we go. No, you see, she's not dear Macar, isn't it? Oh, the wit is still there, the rapier wit of Rolling Marks, our correspondent from Israel in High FM studios right now here in Johannesburg, South Africa, giving us uh, the latest on what's happening in the Holy Land. Rolling, great to have you in studio. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to hosting you once again. I hope that will be very soon. Rolling Marks, a correspondent from Israel here in studio. Time's just about going half past five. That's what's happening in the Holy Land.